Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Schmidt and Lavelle. My name is Tom Lavelle, and as always, I'm accompanied by Mr. Timothy Schmidt. Sticking with the Arsenio Hall. Timmy. How are you feeling, buddy? You mentioned you might be coming down with a little something. I'm feeling a little, a little. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little, little stuffy. Tom got a little, couple symptoms, little, little runny nose. Uh, it woke up uh, a little phlegmy, if you will, right in the, right in the chest throat area. It's mm. uh, you know, my kids uh. They've been carrying some some things here and there. My my daughter Emma, she's <laughs> she's nine, but she's finally like she's really getting like a taste of like the cold and like she's getting like the chest cold and like there's yeah. I don't want to get like descriptive and disgusting, but like you know you cough. She's coughing up mucus and stuff like that, and it's just uh, I'm trying to teach her how to get it out of there. You know, get that. Yeah. You can't let that stuff sit in there, Tom. You got to get it out. Got to get, get it out, out of the system. And uh, I might have might have caught a little something from her, but look, I'm not I'm not worried about it. I'm fighting through it, Tom. I'm a uh, I'm a trooper here. All right, and you're gonna get the best of me, Tom. I promise. Mm, we know that. Um, and I would say, me and my family, we were I think on the on the ends of our cold run it seems like everyone in the house had gone through it there was a lingering cough uh like you had described that just seemed to last for a little over a week it just doesn't seem to go away not necessarily the worst sickness but you can just you feel it you know <laughs> a little as you said phlegmy and uh you know you kind of get through my mom was going through this too and she said tommy you know what helped me Liquid mucinex. I had some liquid mucinex. I took that. It was the best thing for me. You should take that. You should try that. Liquid mucinex. Did you? Uh, so you got through the the holidays okay, Tom? I know it's uh, we're we're a day from from Christmas now being over. It's the it's the twenty sixth, and uh, man, it feels like Christmas was years ago. Timmy, it's a weird thing. I woke up this morning. I walk outside. And it's just like Christmas is over. It's like, you know, there's all this buildup. There's all this talk. There's all this, like, you know, festive spirit, the emotions of Christmas, the highs, the 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 fun of it, the seeing everyone, the, the work you have to do, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. And it's done. It, and it's just, it's like, it, what the heck? In the blink of an eye, Tom, it's gone. Yeah, it's crazy I, because it does creep up on you. So... You know, there's there's times where holidays just they they do sneak up on you. I know it's like a figure of speech. Look, look, everyone has a calendar. It's not like it comes faster than any other year, right? But at the same time, you don't really think about it. And I think that's really the essence of it sneaking up on you. It's like, hey, it's August and you know, you're finishing up summer and then you know, with you go through soccer and then you get halfway through the football season and then boom. Christmas is here and we're already in the 2024 time in a couple of days. So it's, yeah, it, it came and it came and gone as quick as, uh, as, as it normally does. But you know, for me, it, it went a little bit faster. It seems like it just like, it's just a drop off. just done. You know what I mean? It's just like, boom, all this stuff. And then like today it was just like, boom, a slap in the face. Hey, it's over. Christmas is yeah. fun, dude. Get the decorations down. Let's move on. Next thing. It might imagine, I guess that's a lot of times what uh like what women feel like in the bedroom, Tim. You know? <laughs> all this build up, all this stuff, and then boom, it's just done. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. That's uh, it. <laughs> uh, right. Not but you know, not uh, not us, of course, but like, you know, that was, and, not me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Hims. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you all about Blue Chew. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it does. Look, it ends, and and even the worst part about it is it leaves you with like a 
a sizable credit card bill, you're like, yeah, Christmas is great. And then you look at your bills, you're like, oh, shit. I got a lot to pay off, baby. Uh, Mine's paid off, Timmy. You know, you my bill has to be paid on the 22nd of each month for my uh, credit card. So that yeah. bill came on the 22nd, and it is paid off, so I can move on from that. Now, the scars, the emotional scars from the uh, from said bills still linger. You know, yeah. I still I still like like that cold. I still feel that in my in my chest a little bit. It still hurts a little bit. But any uh, any Tim, how was your Christmas? Was it good? Did you have a good Christmas? Ah, it's dude. I just I love spending. You know, my my kids are still into. I think we talked about this a little bit, but like still into Santa and the whole deal. And he comes and to any of our younger listeners that are maybe paying attention. Now Santa Santa doesn't come down the, the chimney here at the, the Schmidt household. He we use a magic key. So he comes right through the front door there and leaves all the presents. We give him we give him the milk and the cookies, the whole deal. So he has a uh, magic key. Oh yeah, you, we leave is that a tradition? You leave a key out for him? Well, yeah. You, you, if he's not coming down the chimney, you gotta get he's gotta get away so in the house in the house somehow, right? Ah, that's a great idea, you know. Now, is that something you did when you were a kid, or is that? No, that's something that we kind of just, I guess, put together. I guess back then we didn't really <laughs> think about it. Your kids are a little smarter. They were like, yeah, hey, I think how does he yeah. get down here? And you guys were just like, Santa came again. <laughs> yep. Use that old magic key out there. Uh, but no, Christmas is great, and... um so the custody schedule is, is uh, it, it's weird around Christmas. So I get the kids every other year we change. So like this year I didn't have them for Christmas Eve overnight. This year I got them Christmas day at one o'clock. And then, so like they didn't get the experience walking down the stairs and seeing the gifts and all that stuff. So not a big deal, but you know, my Christmas Eve was, was free. So I was able to yeah, go have, uh, enjoy myself at a couple Christmas parties and what an outfit. By the way, if you haven't seen it on our uh, Instagram story this past week, Timmy, uh, it was an ugly sweater party, I believe. It was, yeah. Yeah. And you, not having an ugly sweater, decided to go full Santa garb. And what a Santa you were, Timmy. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's it's getting a little uh, concerning for me because even like during the off season, which is not Christmas season, I'm being called Santa because of my my night my nice white beard. Uh so that's the redhead, the ginger, the Irishness in me, I believe, that that's coming out in my facial hair. But um yeah, I don't have to even wear the beard anymore, which is which is great because that thing can get itchy. But I've had that Santa costume for quite some time, uh probably about three, four years. And I thought I had like a really good ugly sweater and I started looking through my closet and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, dude, that I can't, you're not going to be able to find one. Like the day of the Christmas party, you could probably go to like, I don't know, Coles or something like that. But I was like, you know what? It's time to don, don the full Santa suit again. Let's go. So what well, would you ever consider growing that beard out and actually being a, a Santa, you know, they pay uh, pretty well. Some of these photographers for a real deal, Santa. My girlfriend uh, saw me in the Santa getup. This is the first time she's seen me in it. And she had already started crunching numbers. She's like, we could make a lot of money on this. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. Could she be Mrs. Claus? Do a little Mrs. Claus getup? No, she could not pull that off. I don't think. Uh, I think we'll just go solo Santa and I'll just pocket all the money. There you go. The, uh, The beard, though, when I grow my beard out, it just gets bushy. It doesn't get long. No. Yeah. So maybe I can comb it out and brush it out or something like that. But yeah, in, in terms of uh, when your hair grows out to me, is it more froey or is it like wavy? Nah, it's well like this hair on top yeah. of my head that I don't have anymore. No, it's well, usually when it was growing more. Yeah, it's usually wavy. Yeah. I think you could brush that. I did. You would be a great Santa Claus. Let's start growing that beard. <laughs> and next year, it doesn't have to be too long. You know, <laughs> like if you get it to here. How was the uh, probably a couple months? How was the how was the the Christmas spirit over at the Lavelle household? Tammy, a very exciting Christmas. Now, 
my wife was complaining all week about, man, this is a lot. And it is a lot of work to, to get it all done. And we were hosting on Christmas and she's like, oh man, we're going to have all these people here. We got to clean. We got to set up. We got to, excuse me, we got to do all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. And lo and behold, the two days before Christmas, Christmas on the day before Christmas Eve, my wife decides not only are we going to have people on Christmas come over, but on Christmas Eve, we are going to be inviting people over as well. So we got to host two nights in a row. What a treat. What a joy that was. Besides that, we uh, woke up. My son is at a prime age for for Santa and Christmas and the magic that is Christmas and I think we said it before on the show, but kids make Christmas. Like your kids, like there there was a lull there from from I don't know, seventeen to thirty when I didn't have any kids. You know that now has totally been brought back into my life. I forgot how magical Christmas could be, and kids really do make it magical. He wanted a special gift. You know we are wrestling fans here on this show, and Mickey wanted a Logan Paul action figure okay so that was the big thing a logan paul action figure they don't make many of these things <laughs> and they're kind of expensive and you have to go on ebay but that's like the one like thing that he really wanted so i went and i got it and we had been talking about it and i was like oh dude i don't know if we're gonna be able to get this yada 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 he's like well you know i asked santa and you know if we don't get it we don't get it you know it is okay blah 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 so we put out the gifts, and I said, where's the Logan Paul to my wife? We hid it a little bit in the back. It wasn't like in the out in sight. So he comes down. He's super excited, wakes up. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. You know, he comes in the room. That was the first, like, when he was really excited. Last year, he was excited, but it wasn't like he didn't fully get it. And this year, he, like, fully gets it. So he, we we get ready. We go downstairs, he's opening up presents, he's like full joy, like this is incredible, he's helping his little brother open his presents, he's doing all this stuff, and we get through the pile of presents from Santa, no Logan Paul, and he's like, oh man, you know, well, I guess they couldn't get it or something like that, I was like, oh buddy, I wouldn't worry about it, you know, maybe, I told you they were going to be tough to get, and this and that, yeah, I know, so there was another thing, over on the side, I said, well, why don't you go check that out? Mom and dad got you something. And he goes and check. He goes and moves it. And he sees the gift. Uh, another gift that is wrapped in the Santa thing. And he goes, there's a gift. Like, immediately, he's like, there's another one right there. Grabs it, opens it up. And kind of in a shy way, it's like, it's Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so it was That's really cool. We got, got it worked like the hiding of it and everything like that. He did suggest maybe filming the tree to catch Santa. So I'm imagining that's in my future, maybe next mm. year or the year after. Well, you're in luck, Tom, because uh, my my sister has an app where she can Photoshop said Santa while he's under the tree leaving the gifts. Really? Yeah, it actually works pretty good. <laughs> well, I was just hoping you would grow that beard out, come on oh. over and... <laughs> hey. Well, I did that, and he didn't really buy me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that what's was great? What? Go ahead. No, no, I was just about to, just on top of what you're talking about is, you know, in this case, right, Mick gets the gift that, like, he's been wanting and hoping for and asking Santa for, right, all the time. And I find it more times than not that it's not, that gift that they really enjoy the most right so for example my daughter emma who's nine uh had asked for a cell phone and you know we weren't well i wasn't really keen on getting her a cell phone at this point so instead i got her an 
an iPad charger or an iPad. I'm sorry, not a charger. Just uh, a iPad. charger. <laughs> she hell. She Maybe really next year you'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> She's swinging it around like this is great. You know, look what I got, guys. It's a charger. <laughs> if I ever do get that iPad, I'm gonna have it fully charged. <laughs> I am so ready for this iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it may come. Um. Yeah, so I got her an iPad and. She was a little disappointed that she didn't get an iPhone. And I explained to her, I said, look, this thing works just like a phone. You can FaceTime, you can text. It's just you you have to use your iPad email and whatever. And so she was she was okay with it. But I mean, I expected her to be really like pumped about it, right? Like it's an iPad as a nine-year-old. It's awesome. Yeah. So as the day goes on. I noticed that the iPad is kind of pushed aside and the gift that she has now selected to play with that has been the number one gift that she loves is a prank gift that I got from Spencer's and it's drinking glasses, Tom. You know what these are? These are glasses that are just essentially just a giant straw that wraps around your eyes into your mouth. It's just like a huge contraption. You can just drink water out of it. She was drinking like everything. She had like 30 glasses of water just using these high glass drinking straws. And that's the thing she was like most proud of. She was like, look at this, dad. I'm like, you got an iPad. What are you, do- <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, but can an iPad, dr- can I use that iPad to drink this glass of water? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, what's funny is that Logan Paul was the most sought after thing and he got it, but it's certainly not been the thing he's played with the most. Mm -hmm. You know, he wanted Ninja Turtle stuff and we built this cool like Ninja Turtle thing, which was a pain in the ass. Let me tell you that. But that how about that, Timmy? Putting stuff together the day of Christmas, too. It's like not only do you have to get the stuff, pay for the stuff, wrap the stuff, put it under the tree, hide it, whatever it is. When they open it, you got to clean up the mess and you've got to put together then, assemble these little, with the worst instructions and all this other crap and it's trying to get it apart and put it together. Where's that little piece? It fell on the ground. My daughters, they're they're into the LOLs and all that stuff. And like, dude, the way they package these materials together is just, is absurd. I mean, you can't get it open. It's a, it's Fort Knox to get that thing yeah. open. I'm yeah. I'm blown away that like I, I don't even know how they put it together. To be honest with you, like it doesn't make any sense, and then it makes it uh, extra difficult to get it out of the ac- actual package. So like it it ends up just saying in the package because my daughters just gave up on it. They're like, all right, let's move on to the drinking glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it it those times are are fun but i i do like my dad used to be one of these sticklers and he's very similar because we opened the gifts at my my dad's house and he's more concerned about the trash than the actual like gift opening and stuff like that like he's sitting there with the trash bag which is yeah he's just he's just dude he's he's over top of both my daughters like oh there's trash right there and like my kids on their like second gift i'm like dad and you let them enjoy themselves, yeah. please. And he's like, get out of the way. Get the hell out. It's like, it's, uh, you know, you have that guy that sometimes, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be a little bit overzealous with the trash. And then my grandmom used to be so awesome. Like, after all the gifts were open, my grandmom would come in, like, super late. So she would come in with, like, just a box full of shit. And she would just wrap up the box. And there would always be like one or two like really, really good gifts in there. And everything else would be like stuff that she like hoarded in her basement. Like I would open up this <laughs> box and it'd be like batteries and like a compass. I'm like, what the hell is what is it's this? It's a lint brush. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? And then and then there would be like a PlayStation game. I'm like, this doesn't belong. How does this work? <laughs> but she used to be the best gift giver. Your grandma? Like, Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I always appreciated. I had an aunt Shelley and Uncle Joe, and they would always send me 
$20 every year on Christmas. I'd get an envelope. There'd be $20 in it. Dude, I loved getting that. And 20 bucks back in the day, oh, you yeah. know, was That something. goes a long way. Yeah, it yeah. goes a long way. And so I had a couple years of $20 that I didn't necessarily need to spend. You know what I mean? And so every year I'd get 20 bucks and then I had like three or four years of that before I was like, all right, I'm 12 now. I should probably, you know, use this to buy a CD or something like that, you know, yeah. but the 20 bucks. So as uh, you know, the kids are getting a little bit older. I think I might become the uh, uncle that like just has a card there with some cash in it. We had an interesting thing also happen on Christmas Eve, Timmy. And if you're following us on the show, you may have seen, but. My son lost two teeth on Christmas Eve. Not one, but two teeth. One big one up top, and then one little one down here. And he lost two teeth. So not only did Santa Claus make a visit to the house this year, the tooth fairy showed up as well. You know how difficult that is to put down a six-year-old on Christmas Eve because you have to not (laughs) only get all the presents that you've wrapped that are hidden in the shed, the attic, the garage... But also get underneath that pillow, grab those teeth, and put money down. Tim, you got that's that's a lot of work. Quite the chore. Um, yeah. how much? Uh, what's the going rate for a tooth these days? Five bucks. Five bucks a tooth. Yeah. What if it's on Christmas? Mm, you a little Christmas it. bonus. I push it to twelve. We gave a $20 bill, Timmy. Oof. Big 20 spot. I figured, ah, it's Christmas. Two teeth. You lost. You didn't lose one tooth. You lost two teeth, right? Looks On like Christmas. It, boom. 20 spot. Looks like inflation's hitting the, hitting the Lavelle household, too, as well, huh? Oh, I told him. I was clear a couple times. Hey, hey, hey. I know you got $20 for these two teeth. I don't think that's going to happen every time. I'm pretty sure this was the Christmas tooth bonus. There you go. Next time, if you lose a if you lose a tooth on Christmas Eve, apparently you get a bonus. You know, next time he'll lose it on like President's Day. <laughs> so I shouldn't be like, oh, Dad, it's President's Day. Shouldn't I get a you know a Benjamin? Maybe <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other guys that Benjamin could crash. Yeah, Franklin. Uh, any other mascots that could show up to your house? You got the the Tooth Fairy, the Santa Easter Bunny. I don't know. Nah, yeah, it's not gonna on work. that day. Yeah. What's the other one? I mean, no, nah, there's no other mascots that could show up that day. Is there another? Is there another fairy? That I'm well, not... they say they say is a crowd, so two's two. I think you're gonna get away with. You're fine there, Tom. Yeah. So we had to do that. Now, the next day we wake up. We go to my wife's sister's house. We have a. They have a nice breakfast spread set up. They had a breakfast casserole. Timmy, yeah, your favorites. This one fine was item. Like, sausage and egg and cheese and potatoes it was great they also did a french toast casserole have you had that no but that sounds even better timmy the french toast casserole was magnifique she i guess gets like i want to say it looked like sourdough bread but she soaks it overnight with the with the, like the cinnamon and the vanilla and the sugar and the cream, it soaks it overnight, then bakes it, gets a nice little crisp on the top, and it's still ah, oh, Timmy, that you get that, you get the sausage, egg, and cheese with the hash browns, you get a plate. They had coffee made. It was a nice little Christmas spread they had going on there. And uh, our dad brought over donuts. You know, I just needed. I love. I'm a big pork roll guy. I would love a little pork roll, you know, but you know, as, a as Taylor thinking, man. Oh yeah. yeah. So we did that. Then we get back and we're hosting and, you know, people are supposed to come over at a uh, four o'clock, 4 PM, Tim. What, uh, what's the appropriate time to come over to a house when you are the, t- the part, what time should we come over? Say for any time after four, what would yeah. be the appropriate mm-hmm. time? I would probably say any time after four. Yeah. <laughs> My mom showed up at one forty five, Tim. One forty five. All right. I'm here to help. You know, help what? Grab a vacuum. 
You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? I got two kids. We're trying to, and she comes in. She's like, hi, blah, 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 blah. I got one kid trying to sleep, you know, a one-year-old that's freaking out and doing all this other stuff. By the way, he was up all Christmas Eve. So that was another thing that was thrown into the mix. Whatever. Party goes off. Seems to be fine. We do a nice spread. We're out there. My sister is over. There's kids in the basement. My sister. Wait, doesn't she doesn't she usually show up early too? My sister? Yeah. No, my wife's sister. We were clear at breakfast. Do not come over before four o'clock. Nicole wasn't feeling well. Like I said, this flu was going through the house. My son, Benny, who's just over one years old, was up all night. All night, dude. We were in and out. Like it was one of those times where I was in the room and I said, dude, like. I don't know what to do. Like you can lay down. Like I'm just gonna put you in the crib. You're gonna cry out. I don't. I'm trying to hold you. You're squirming all over. We gave him ear drops. He gets ear infections. We gave him medicine. We're holding him. We're trying to feed him, changing diaper, whatever. So everyone's there. We're hanging out. Wonderful time. Some Christmas music playing in the background. You know, jolly old time. My sister. We made the dinner. My brother's downstairs. My brother-in-law. Here's a plate. This is for Tim. His name's Tim, too. It was steak, potatoes. I had a red wine sauce on top of it, some veggies, some, uh, you know, bread, whatever it was. He had a plate. I'm going to go give it to him. She had a glass of wine. About a minute later, I hear, and no exaggeration. <laughs> she fell down the stairs. <laughs> What? She fell down the stairs going into my basement, throws the wine everywhere. Wine everywhere. Scream. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? This scream was, and I'm not joking. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And so we run over and she's like, oh, oh, oh. And my brother like helps her. He was like the first, he was at the steps. He helps her up, gets her into the one room. We're now trying to clean up this mess. Thank God it was white wine that she was drinking. It's all over the walls on the carpet. It was like, what the fuck happened here? She's like, I I slipped on the step. I slipped. I'm okay. I'm okay. I think I'm okay. My shoulder, I fell. And she's like, I'm like, okay. All right, yeah, all right, you know, like what the hell? Timmy. Grab the vacuum, <laughs> grab yeah. the vacuum. <laughs> Can you get the paper towels, please? Um, we're sitting there, and I'm saying an hour later, we're in the kitchen, we're talking about this. I swear to God, <laughs> she fell down the steps again, she fell a second time. Now. <laughs> uh, and my mom goes. My daughter, <laughs> like, runs over. Dude, what is going on? I don't know. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is happening right now? She fell down the stairs, and she's falling. She goes, not again. <laughs> not again. Not again. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude, she fell down my steps twice on Christmas. That's that's got to be some kind of rat. What's going on with those steps? Are they like a death trap? I've been down them before. I don't remember them being that tricky. No, she's. I guess she was wearing like slippery socks. She said, and she was like slipping. So then she like took off her socks, and probably, I have no probably, idea. Her feet were probably she's a klutz. sweating. She's always <laughs> been a klutz. My mom used to call her Grace. It was like. It, it it just and the theatrics of the whole thing. Oh my god, dude! It was out of control. The only you you only see this type of stuff at the Lavelle household. Believe <laughs> me. And I grew up with this my whole life, and it was just like, what the heck is going on? You know. And then we're all laughing about it later, and she's laughing about it too. Like you know what what is going on? And her daughter's like, I just don't like that people are laughing at you, mom. And it's like we're all like like what do you you know. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, relax, lady. No one, <laughs> no one got hurt. Yeah, we, uh, the the Schmidt household was. We weren't known as followers, but it was everyone here at this house for some reason spills food all over themselves. Like my mom was notorious for like finishing a dinner, and she would look down, and there would be like like a giant like meatball stain on the front of her shirt. 
They're like, wow, what did you do? <laughs> she like, she was just going, I don't know how that happened. She goes, well, we wear our food well. And that was like her statement. It's like, okay, that's not really something to be proud of. Here, <laughs> We're all adults here. <laughs> but it sounds like it was a great Christmas, Timmy. And we, we want to wish uh, a Merry Christmas to everyone out there that's listening. We love you. We hope you had a great Christmas and we appreciate you listening to our show. And if you're not already doing it, now's the time. Hit that subscribe button, that follow, whatever platform you are on. Tell your friends, tell your family. The Schmidt Lavelle Show, we're growing, we're getting bigger, more views, more follows, more likes, more shares, all that stuff. It's all going up and we can't do it without you. So thank you very much for that. And like we said, if you aren't already doing it, give us that follow. And we want to give a shout out to the people that generously gave me and Timmy a big Schmidt and Lavelle neon sign. Now, you see, if you're watching on YouTube, Timmy's got a sign on his TV, on his projector. Hopes are that we're going to be hanging this sign up at Graham's Pub to hopefully get more eyes on the Schmidt and Lavelle brand. And maybe people say, what is this Schmidt and Lavelle? And they hang it up. Also, maybe some signs coming up on Henry Avenue, Tim. Yeah. We figure there's other signs out there. Why not a Schmidt and Lavelle sign? I mean, people got to know. We should put a number up there, too. Maybe they can call in. Maybe we'd have some dialogue. Who knows? It would be cool to have a, a call in, leave a voicemail. Schmidt Lavelle. Maybe we could set up a little voicemail for, for someone to call in and, a little and leave and us complain. a message. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is you'd like us to talk about, record a message, and we'll play it on the show. That's not a bad idea, Timmy. No, I'm full. We just got to get a telephone. Do they just, like, can you sell? Like, can you buy it? No, a no, no. Just have him call. Oh, call my dad's house. The phone <laughs> rings all day. No one answers it. <laughs> you got a voice message set up there? Yeah, you can listen to my mom. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Maybe we will have him do that. All right, Timmy. Let's get to some of the comments oh, from this. What's that? Dude, this would even be better. Call the house. You can talk to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what your problem is. Maybe he could troubleshoot it for you. And then, and then let us know how that experience was. Because I'll tell you what, I get firsthand, and it's it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timmy, let's get us some of the comments from this past week's video. Um, one of our most viewed videos on YouTube was uh, this past week, our last episode. And we got a comment from Mr. Jim Barnhart, 5874. He says, definitely at least seven rips. Seven rips, Timmy, he says. And uh, you know what? After And I, I knew this was going to happen. We were going to give two options. One was six, one was seven. And I knew that people were going to go for the option with more rips. Timmy, we've set up a, a date and a time. A has a time been set yet? Well, we haven't set up. We're still waiting on confirmation. Um, but we do have the place. Okay. It is uh, Ann Judge Aesthetics, which is located in Lafayette Hill on Germantown Pike, right across the street from the Owl House. Shout out to them who are willing to inflict pain on one Tom Lavelle. Um, mm. And we're, we're looking to kind of figure out a, a time and, a, and a, a date with her. So I'm waiting to hear back from, from Ann. But, uh, I mean, I believe the comment was uh, – in reference to my my question about if we were able to do this whole waxing, she said, absolutely, of course, ha, ha, ha. I think there was like 20 ha, 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 mm. in there. So it seems as if they're, uh, they're into it, Tom. Great. Wonderful. Timmy, can I say something real quick? Let's let the audience know. This is because of a loss in fantasy football. Not only will I be being waxed, I also have to be a caddy come this spring when we set up our, our golf outing or our golf event where Timmy will be golfing and I'll be his caddy. By the way, I will be the best caddy there's ever been. And you have the nerve, the gall, to text me text after text in this <laughs> fantasy league during your playoff game this past week, oh, poor me, another player's injured. I have another injured player, another injured player. Like, I care that you are, oh, 
Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, uh, Tim. By the way, when are we setting up this chest waxing that I have to do? <laughs> are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, you got to have some look. You know, if you get beat, you got to pull for the guy that beat you. Cause then, oh, really? Yeah, you could say, well, I, if I would have beat him, I would have been the champ. So when you're in high school and you guys play the prep and uh, you guys lose to them, you're like, man, I hope they win the championship. Uh, <laughs> is that what you were thinking? No? Nah, oh, nah. so if we lose to the Cowboys, you're like, well, hey, I hope they pull it off and win the Super Bowl. So <laughs> we can nah, nah. No. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. Um. <laughs> You did have a bit of a, a bit a stretch of bad luck there though with that uh with that fantasy loss. I will give you that. What do you got? Like seven guys injured? Seven guys injured, four starters, and then three starters that I actually had to play got injured within the first two quarters of each game. So that was that was good. That was good. Mm. But you know, I'm not gonna bitch about it, Tom. Yeah. Only a couple thousand dollars online. Not a big deal. So let's get to some comments from one of our favorite followers, Mr. He Stiff. He says, This Christmas by Donny Hathaway is a must in your top five Christmas list songs. And he also says, He's just here vibing out to my man Tommy's pipes. My man likes my singing. Uh, you know, what can I say? Uh, when you got a gift, you got a gift, Timmy. Uh, yeah. And it seems as if yours is singing songs, Tom. And I'm, I'm here for it. You got anything to. To add, do you want to maybe, maybe there's was there was there one the you know, over the holidays that that really there was your... one that caught me that I was like, man, oh, uh, that I think now that I missed that I might throw into my top five is have yourself a merry little Christmas. I mean, it's just a great song, you know. Wait, how's that one? Have going? yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, yeah. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are, as in olden days. Happy golden days of yours. Faithful friends who are near to us, dear to us. Gather near to us, to us once more. <laughs> Through the years, we'll always be okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what? I mean, I did add this to the holidays too. the The Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. I'm a first timer with this, and it is such a lovely drink during the holidays. Did you ever spike it up? I mean, it does it need to be spiked even more? It doesn't need to be, but I feel like a little, a little, a little. I mean, Alexa. it's fourteen point seven five percent. Yeah, it's like wine. Uh, it gets you. It can get you. You know, I'm just saying, if you want to do a little, a little nip, I like it. All right. Another comment: Amazon is no joke, and referring to all the boxes we have to break down. That's the truth. I got a million boxes too, and today it happened. We had the holiday. It was Christmas yesterday. My trash men don't miss a beat. They're back here today. I thought we were going to miss a day. I thought we were going to skip a day. They came this morning. I'm rushing out there with the trash cans trying to get my stuff taken out. Oy vey! Oy vey! Wait, that's not a Christmas. Oh, well. All right. What the hell is oy vey? Oy vey. You don't know oy vey? No, I know who they. It doesn't apply. Oh, I thought that was like, yay, yay, yay. I, I can deal with that, but we they is like, eh. is that eh. not I? Is that not like I? Oh, they, I'm out. Yeah, dumb. All right, <laughs> from Mister Andrew two six six on our wing night video. Gotta say, some of my favorite wings have been made by the legend Tom himself. Hmm. Timmy, we haven't had a Graham's Pub wing, wing Night review. Maybe uh, that's in the future. I mean, eventually we're going to have to do it. Bite the bullet, have the wings, and hopefully enjoy I, them. I did have a wing today at Dave & Buster's up in the Plymouth Meeting Mall, and I was caught off guard. It was actually pretty good. Do you think part of that's because you just you maybe assume this wing's going to be trash. It's Dave and Buster's, a chain, you know, not even necessarily a chain that's known for food. 
it could be that, or it also could be the fact that I'm doing this like whole wing thing with a buddy of mine. Like we're trying to, you know, find the best wings in the area. And it's like every two months we do a wing review. So I was probably starved for a wing. And I got finally a, a wing in, in my hand and I devoured it because it was probably okay. It was probably passable. Right. But it's just been so long. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. So we appreciate you and your comments. <laughs> putting them out there. And, you know, we're going to be putting out more stuff. And, and thank you for interacting with us on the show. Timmy, let's move on now to... What is a very interesting topic. You have not heard of this yet. I've got a little clip I'm going to play for you. This is someone that was very much on the inner circle with the Smith family. And I'm talking about Will Smith, Jada Pickens Smith. And these interviews, this interview in particular, has been viral. And I'm surprised you haven't heard anything yet. This is a you, you, this is your first time hearing it. Am I correct? All right, yeah. so we're going to play a little clip here for you in the audience. If you hadn't heard it, this is a friend that, or an ex-friend of Will Smith, the Smith family, who's recently come out with an interview. Listen to this. I saw her say that Will Smith had a small dick. Oh, I am saying to you, if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe, there's nothing you can do to please her. If she's itching for that baby leg, she want that baby leg. I could tell you what goes on in, on the inside. Everybody else is just speculation. This is what Jada makes the new people do. And I ain't gonna say no, they probably been there after myself, mm -hmm. right? They will make you check into a rehab and they'll pay for the rehab. Even though you're not on drugs, they're gonna pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And then I've saw sexual acts that I when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will, you got, we, we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, what? but I see his car there. I'm like, where's this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too. So I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my, my they, I'm on walkie talkie and they're calling my cell phone. Yo, we need to get Will here. And I'm like, yo, kind of fucked down. Like I'm trying to find is like, this is, this is unlike him, right? So all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. What? Let me process that for a second. What? There was a couch and um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder. <laughs> murder. He was murdering him. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we. Where is that clip from? Like, it sounds like it's like some sort of like bullshit. Like, I don't, it, it just doesn't seem. Like I mean, that. they're addressing it on uh, Jada Pickens. Uh, been addressing it on on the internet. I mean, do you want me to find her addressing it? A uh, clip of that of her addressing these allegations, and well, then this guy then responds to the allegations, saying he's going to do more. He's gonna he's gonna come out and tell everyone. He's got the receipts. He's got all this stuff about these like crazy sex parties they've had and dudes like famous people, I guess, that she pegged or something and like all this other stuff that's been going on and like all this like, you know, insider. Like this shit is crazy, you know, and it's who uh, it, it could all just be bullshit. There's the, he's she said they're going to be suing him for slander and that this guy was trying to hold them up for a check and all this stuff before and he's doing it. Now they're going to be suing him. And he says, if I don't have a lawsuit within a week, I should have already had it if it, if they were going to sue, but I'm not lying. So it's this and that like, so I don't know, dude, but it's just crazy. that <laughs> It's like a deep, uh, you know, there's some shit going on over there. And it's kind of odd with all the stuff that's happened, like the fall from grace with Will Smith in the last, years so ever since he slapped chris rock and 
you know, everyone's really started to question his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith and what's Wait, really so going on there and this accusation of, you know, being gay and all this other stuff. So I guess, I guess you could say, well, Will Smith, Will Smith really likes the men in black. <laughs> I guess he wishes he could zap that guy, you know, uh, make him forget, you know. He's it's uh look, it's it's look, a wild wild west out there, and uh, uh, to me, uh, it's, look like looks like he's gonna be a bad boy for life, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's uh, I just think he got caught getting jiggy with it. And oh, yeah. it's yep. Yep. something yep. that maybe he regrets. You know, I can't believe it's the first time you're seeing this. I feel like this has been a couple weeks now of this. Yeah, no, no, I've been, I've been, I've had my head buried in the sand. I don't really, you know, I only get really mixed up in the old celebrity gossip there, Tom. You know, <laughs> I don't really have the antennas on for that stuff. But I mean, it's yeah, wild. it's wild, though, it's isn't wild. it? Yeah. It's just so strange. I mean, he, he like you said. I mean, everyone remembers when he he did that whole slap thing to Chris Rock, and Chris Rock was like, "What the fuck just happened, bro?" Um, it is a strange dynamic because look again. I, I'm I don't live on a rock, so I do know that like Jada Pinkett and they like apparently they've had like some sort of open marriage or some shit, right? Like there's been, I I remember stuff like that that's happened, but right. uh. It's, I mean, that's, that's really coming out and saying it there, huh, Tom? <laughs> oh, dude. And Dwayne Martin, I don't know. The, the thing I noted for, I, I remember he was in uh, Above the Rim, a movie Above the Rim, ironically, with uh, Tupac in that movie, you know. But, uh, you know, Dwayne Martin, I guess there's been allegations of him stealing someone else's husband after this is what i so i don't know what's going on in that world it's crazy to see stuff like that it was just like you know there's always these rumors of these underworlds and different things that the goings-ons at, at these celebrities in hollywood and these kind of cult-like things and this kind of sounds like it so is this something that just is feeding that and people are buying into it because it's kind of hitting that same you know conspiracy you know or is this like really how it is i don't it's know little, it's a little much dude i'm not trying to get into the depths of hollywood dude i'm not trying to undercover like you know this whole little sex ring that's going on with we'll me either, either. i just stumbled upon it and was like this is crazy you know what i mean like it's not like something that i'm just like ah oh, you know what let me check out the uh what's going on in the sex ring world of <laughs> of uh hollywood i want i want to see what's what what it's really about it's on like the dark web it's yeah just weird <laughs> all right so timmy let's get into some of the uh the <laughs> what sorry I'm... oh god bless you my uh cold yeah i'm really shouldn't blow into the uh into the mic there tom i'm sorry oh hey Jeez Louise. All right. So, Timmy, this past week, the Eagles played on Christmas, the New York Giants. And mm. it's kind of the same same thing as we've been saying. They've been a little bit frustrating, this team. We found a way to win. We still have a great record. Um, we gained a game and are now tied for the best record in the NFC. Right. And we're going to try to win out and hopefully the 49ers find a way to lose and uh, the Lions find a way to lose and get that number one seed. But, dude, this team is just frustrating as hell to watch. I, I can't stand them. Just when you think they start turning the corner a little bit, like the defense was playing pretty solid. And again, you're not playing against upper echelon talent. It's, you know, Tommy DeVito and, uh, the New York football Giants, right? And you should pound this team by 20 points. You should have won that game by 20 points. And, yeah, they they have a 17-point lead going into the halftime, and they come out, and it's just like a comedy of errors. It's just ridiculous. Like, I, they can't get out of their own way. Um, that, like, it feels like a lot of the city has turned 
their back on this team. Um, right, which I don't necessarily love. I mean, no, I guess we I, can point out, but we're just we're not believing in the hype anymore. We're not believing in this it, team anymore. Yeah, I think it's unwarranted. Look, you still have a team that's eleven and four. Um, yeah, you can hang your hat on that. And there is an opportunity. Like they have the talent to be good. They have the talent to to get to where they want to go. It's just, dude, they have not put a full game together at all this year. It's weeks. We're coming up on week sixteen here. Uh, there's two games left, and you're supposed to be you're playing your best football in December, and they just aren't. And, yeah, there's just bullshit leaks coming out of the locker room, and it just seems like there's people that are upset. Um, It, it just it doesn't, it doesn't look great right now. And, you know, it, the, the biggest thing for me is the turnovers and the lack of pressure on defense. Like, you invested all this money in both those guys, Jalen Hurts and the defensive line. And the offensive line, honestly. And you're just not getting the production out of those positions. Like Jalen Hurts was midseason an MVP, which I didn't really buy into because a lot of his touchdowns are, you know, one yard sneaks on the tush push and stuff like that. And you know, he hasn't been as dynamic as he was last year. Um, and maybe it is the the change of the coordinators as we identified you know earlier in, in weeks before doing the show about Shane Steichen and but it, it just the execution isn't there, um, and I believe it's 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 both things. I think it's Jalen Hurts turning the ball over, and I think it's I think it's the development of the plays and the and just the offensive scheme right now. It just doesn't seem like it it's fitting, and I think the players are really frustrated with it. So hopefully they can finish the season strong. They can hold on to that number two seed. Um, if by I doubt that they're going to get the one seed, but. Uh, if they do, that would be a miracle. But look, you're going to go. You're going to play playoff football. That's what Philadelphia is always starved for: is just getting into the dance and seeing some playoff football. So, you get into the dance, you can do some damage. Right. You never know what can happen, and you get hot in the playoffs. You know, you can you can make it. So we'll see what happens. Um, playing the Cardinals this week, and. Hopefully gets a, a W out of there, and I'd like to see a full game. In these next two games, we see some complete games. It can build some confidence with the team. Timmy, a big disappointment is that D-line, though. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were going to be one of the best in the league, and it just seems like we don't get to the quarterback. You know, I don't know. It's it's frustrating to watch. And the big play for me with Jalen Hurts was that staying in bounds before the end of the half. I just That's such a mental make mistake. Yeah, how how do you do that as the franchise quarterback? You have to know you get out of bounds in a tight like you're you're coming down to the end of that like you know, but those I guess are... he just completely lost it and and thought, okay, let me make a move inside just you know, I don't know. How how do you just completely forget the situation? And these are the things that like you're seeing happen consistently and this wasn't a staple. Look, Sirianni is in his third year, and his teams have been well coached. They haven't really made mistakes. They haven't really turned the ball over, and they're turning it over at an alarming rate. And these mental mistakes, like Jalen Hurts stepping in bounds at the end of the half, like that—that's—that's that's crazy. That's a lack of concentration and a lack of awareness. Like you can't do that. This is a guy that played <clears throat> at an MVP level throughout the entire year last year, and that also delivered probably one of the best Super Bowl performances by a quarterback in quite some time. And he's making these simple, just erratic mistakes in the turnovers and Dallas got Goddard falling down and Zacchaeus and, um, and uh, what's his name? Gainwell running into each running other, into each fumbling other. the ball. It's like, this stuff is like ridiculous. Like you, this happens to high school football, football teams, in the beginning of September, not to NFL football teams at the end of this of December. It's it's frustrating. And I think that's what the Eagles fans really are are identifying as the issues and why they're yeah, you know, they're frustrated with this team. It's just they're just not executing at, at at the standard. They say that all the time. We're not executing to our standard. Well, you haven't done it all year. And you have two games left to do it. So you better do something. Yeah. Or like else how how do you fix it? Because it just seems to be where we're at right now. Like, 
it's it and it's the bonehead mistakes like what do we need to tell people hey don't run into because it's not the first time they've run into the guy and fumbled the ball they, they they didn't lose it the other times but you know or the bonehead play of staying in bounds or even like even those plays against Seattle where we're throwing it long in a situation we don't need to I just don't understand I don't understand you know and when is this when are they gonna say let's play mistake free fundamental smart football like they should know that they're professionals you know there's million dollars on the line with these players i don't know it's crazy it's crazy so and if we're sitting here recognizing that how are they not recognizing that? well they are recognizing it they're just not they're not fixing it <laughs> like they know the issues i mean they they're identifiable any coach can put on the tape and see what the issues are with this team <clears throat> it's just a matter of going out and actually fixing it. You're just repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And it's hard for a player to get out of his own way. Like it's the once you can see if you watch that game the other night and it's just, this is the way it works. It comes in waves. Right. So like when they fumble that opening kickoff, right. The Giants score another touchdown, they get momentum. Right. And then all of a sudden within five minutes, yeah, they're only down. 20 to 20 to 16 or whatever it was. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this is happening again. Like everyone's doing their best to try not to make a mistake. They're not, you ever hear that expression is just like the play loose, play free, right? Yeah, like, right. That's, that's what we're talking about. So instead of playing loose, right, you got guys that are playing tight and because they're playing tight, they're making mistakes, right? They don't want to throw the interception or, yeah, they don't want to, fumble the ball so you have guys calling fair catches on kickoffs because they're afraid of another mistake happening because they don't want to lose the game because they know if they lose another one you know that the the crowd's going to get louder the boos are going to get louder yeah and then the pressure is going to build and that's what happens to these teams dude they sometimes can crack under pressure the good teams stay together and they play through it and yeah, that's what you're seeing right now with this Eagles team, man. It's been mistake after mistake, and yeah, they haven't put like the the Niners game and the Cowboys game. Something that I could I attributed to the schedule, just like the Seattle game and this Giants game, it just have have been just terrible, like terrible performances, and it's just inexcusable. And again, there's nothing to fall back on throughout this entire year where you can go. They could be so much better. Look at this game because they haven't been. Right. There's no example. There's no example. There is no sample of when they played that complete game. So you, the next complete game that they play will be their first. Right. And I think we all draw on back to last year when we had so many complete games. It was like every game was a complete game last year. We just dominated, didn't make mistakes, and we were the better team. And this year it's just like – Find a way to win, but we play like garbage. You know, what's funny, though, you did see that same kind of mentality and that, like, not wanting – you saw it in Brock Purdy last night if you watched that game. He was playing. He made the mistake, and then he was, like, trying to force the ball, I felt, and was playing like, oh, I, I can still sling it. But I, I felt like he was still in that mentality, like he was almost throwing a prayer. You know, please don't, please don't be interested. It, it was bizarre the way I saw him playing last night. He he got shook, I think. So that's something maybe good if we can get after him, but we haven't gotten after anyone, so I don't know if that's going to happen. Whatever. We'll we'll be looking forward to these next couple games, and we're in the playoffs, so hey, anything can happen in the playoffs. You never know. Maybe we figure it out. Just figure it out, Eagles. <laughs> All right, Timmy, that's going to bring me to my next question, and maybe you thought about this today it's the end of the year and so i want to ask you timmy from this past year do you have a top moment in philadelphia sports what was the top moment in philadelphia sports from this past mm. year <laughs> would you like me to go first or sure all right i'm gonna say and it's ironic that we're talking about it, but I guess the top moment from this past year was winning the NFC Championship game. Has to be. We we dominated. We came out. We played great. We whooped up on the 49ers at, at home, went to the Super Bowl, and unfortunately lost the Super Bowl. But that, to me, is the top moment from Philadelphia sports this past year. 
Hmm. That's not bad. <clears throat> I would say uh, this might be an underrated one. I, I have I have two. Um number one is gonna be probably that Bryson Stott home run, the grand slam uh in the playoffs against oh, the Braves. Yeah. Um just you know that that home run signified that like the Phillies that run from last year is is back, right? And playoff baseball in Philadelphia is going to be here for for quite some time. Uh and that moment was just insane. Um yeah, I've watched that that home run a thousand times I think and it it, it just shows and exemplifies what Philly sports can be. Uh, you know, on just a whole national level and a world level, people identified it and threw their flowers at us all last postseason, and they did it again this year with the crowds and just how loud those crowds uh, can be down at the bank. Um, that was a really, really cool Philadelphia sports moment. And I'm going to say one that's very underrated is the hiring of Keith Jones and Danny Briere. For the, flyers, for the Flyers. And I love it. <clears throat> and the reason why I say this is because I I scoffed at that move when it it happened. It's like the well, whole cunt, the whole NHL scoffed at that move. You weren't the say, only person. A lot of people say, were calling us a, a clown show. I don't know if the NHL was because a lot of he, Keith Jones is very respected throughout the entire league. But like as a Philadelphia sports fan base, we listen to Keith Jones on the Angelo Capaldi show almost daily. If you listen to sports talk radio and Keith Jones was the guy that brought the humor to the show. He was hysterical. He always had a quick line, a quick joke. He always would like, you know, fart in studio and stuff like that. It, <laughs> it was just, he was very much like a clown and, not that like I mean that's the role he played right, but you know he was always just this this mediocre hockey player, um, yeah, that went from team to team, and um, it's it's just amazing to see what he's done with the Flyers, and I'm not even even if the Flyers were shitty, like they're they're in a good spot right now, um, they're in a playoff spot, they're in the playoff race, and I, I doubt that they're going to make the playoffs. I don't. They'll probably trade everyone at the deadline just because they they can't make the playoffs because they're not good enough, right? And I think Keith Jones has this thought that he knows that. Like he's not gonna just you know trade away young talent and bring in you know some some player that's gonna patchwork and they're not gonna win a Stanley Cup. The object is to win a Stanley Cup. So I just appreciate how he knows this fan base and how he's going about rebuilding the Philadelphia Flyers. And I think it could benefit um, the Flyers organization for a long, long time if they get it right and if they stick to their guns and figure it out. Because, yeah, the Flyers, when the Flyers are good and it's playoff hockey, dude, there is no better place. It's so cool. It is the best. Games. So um, that that's my, my, my other moment in Philadelphia sports. Timmy, I love it. Um, great moments, great year for Philadelphia sports, a ton of, a ton of top things. Now let's get into maybe the moment or the clip from this year's show that you may have enjoyed the most, Timmy. And I'm going to give you mine right now and I'm going to try to play it here for us and we could give it a listen. Let's see. One of my favorite moments from this year's show. And hold on one second. We're going to play it out. Hopefully it, it comes up. Ready? You won't drink that. <laughs> and he picked up the bottle. He's like, say I won't. Say I won't. <laughs> and we're like, you won't drink it. You're a pussy. <laughs> he started whacking the piss, dude. <laughs> Was he chugging it? Oh, he was, <laughs> and then he started, <laughs> then he started gargling it, dude. <laughs> it was seriously one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. 
Timmy, that was one of my favorite clips from this past week. Do you do you have a clip? Do you think that was your your favorite from this past year? Um, not a clip. So like, look, when I tell some of these stories, they, I do. I mean, they're 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 funny. They're true. They're real. They're not made up. I, I yeah. It's not like I practice these things. Like they just they come to memory and I spin them out. But I think the the Thanksgiving story um with Dennis um the oh, yeah. quadriplegic was uh is a great story that that will always li- live in in my mind as one of the funniest things I've ever been involved in and to share with you and to get the reaction out of you you were dying laughing dude I was legit literally <laughs> crying I was laughing so hard because that was just yeah an incredible that, story yeah, that that was probably one of my one of my favorite ones. But Tom, I, I'll tell you, man, this has been a quite quite the fun ride here with with you and Schmidt and Lavelle. I'm glad that we're uh, we're getting some traction with this thing. I'm looking forward to 2024 and uh, doing some new things. I think we've we talked about kind of expanding the show a little bit and a different variety, and uh, you know, doing some some camera work outside of just the the old podcast, maybe doing some shorts and stuff like that. So really looking forward to 2024, Tom, and and what's in store for the Schmidt and Lavellites out there. That's right. And we want to <laughs> wish all the Schmidt and Lavellites out there a happy new year. We hope you have a great year, a great end of year, and the best year yet in your entire life. Timmy, what a year it's been for Schmidt and Lavelle. The best year yet for Schmidt and Lavelle, but... I think next year is going to be even better. Bigger and better next year moving forward. What do you say? Does that sound good? It sounds good. But you know what sounds better, Tom? What's that? A world without Captain James Hook. (laughs) Timmy's classic sign-off. We appreciate you listening. New episodes every Thursday. For more Schmidt and Lavelle, follow us on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We love you. Till next, we'll see you next year. My name's Tom Avell for Timothy Schmidt. Have a great New Year's Eve.